0: Hello everybody and welcome to Turn to Page season four, book two of Twist a plot, The Train of Terror. Choo-choo. Choo Choo. Are you ready? Choo Choo Reader. Choo Choo. How are Choo Choo? I'm, I'm I'm absolutely petrified. Um mm. scared. <laughs> Fair, good. Uh do you like trains? Well, I usually do, but I don't like the type with the man with the yeah. clearly a fake face. Yes, just peering out through a window, holding an obvious huge knife. I yeah, that is the kind of train I don't usually board. When I see those roll up to the station, I get the next one. It's true. I'll say it's only like it's one of the the less curious things on the cover. She is basically. There's the train. There's the obvious killer with knife looking out the train window, and there's lady in trench coat and big hat holding hmm. a Iron Man suitcase, Iron Man toolbox, portable Ark of the Covenant, some sort of shining box material. It's it's very. I'm extremely curious also extremely curious like how the feel of the book is going to be because it's in the twist of plot series but notably Mm -hmm. this is not one of the ones that was written by rl stein uh only i think like three or four of the twist of plot books are by rl stein but they're all under the same like kind of umbrella it's like an anthology Mm -hmm. and I, i don't know but danger mystery adventure you make it happen if you dare to ride the train of terror i don't good night I'm sorry, Louise Monroe Foley. Could you not write something a little bit more mundane and safe? What about a good night's sleep? So this is my yeah. Louise Monroe Foley, would you scroll down? Do you see do you see in bold page number like one, two, three, four, five, the book is affectionately dedicated. Do you see that? Yes. Wow. <laughs> this book is affectionately dedicated to Don Foley, who made a choice a few years back. And has been riding a train of terror ever since. I mean, that is a <laughs> sick self burn. That is an absolutely sick self burn. Uh, All right, so we're working it a metaphor for marriage. Go. Yes, yes. But it, you know, for me, it's fine because it's Louise. You got mm-hmm. it. You got it, Louise. Like th- th- it's it's pushing ahead of the time for for when the book came out for that joke to be made by Louise. But anyways, it's true. 1982. Uh, Want to hit us with the, uh, the beware page. Let's do it. Beware. Don't read this book from beginning to end.
1: You will have countless adventures on the train of terror, but only if you follow the directions at the bottom of each page. Think carefully before you flip a page. A wrong turn could mean danger or even death. A right one, a right one could make you famous. What happens depends on you. If you get into trouble, turn back and choose a different way out. If you're having a good time, keep going. So climb aboard, follow the directions on each page, and brace yourself for the
0: hazardous escapades and some weird people. So, it's always famous. (laughs) It really Mm -hmm. is of the time, huh? I guess, I mean... We'll become rich, and that will make us famous. We will uh, become a superhero,
1: and that will make us famous. We'll be in a a oppressor afterwards, rather than actually saving anyone.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to act like, you know, with tiktok culture everything like that it's not the same now but it is also more quiet about it (laughs) it's more quiet about the motives now it's not (laughs) uh anyways and then it says turn to page two all right you're boarding a train in your hometown to spend the summer with your aunt kate in twin falls idaho your mother has packed you a lunch and insists on staying with you until the train leaves she even tries to kiss you goodbye in the station with all the other people watching you get around that by pretending you're whispering a secret in her ear while she's kissing you. At the same time, you're watching a tall, thin, bald man in a black suit, watching a beautiful blonde lady in a red dress. She has a large pet carry pet carrier, oh, that's what it is, sitting on the platform beside her. The bald man has a long, diagonal scar running across his forehead from one side to the other. You wonder whether the lady has a dog or a cat in the carrier. Please turn to page four. Judging on the, cover, on the cover... it was glowing. It was glowing? I don't know if I'd be like, hmm, cat or hmm. Some sort of radioactive ooze as a pet? Or a hamster? Ah, yeah, that'll do it too. The train whistles as it rolls into the station. Because your mother's giving you last minute instructions, you're the last person to climb on. The car's crowded, but strangely quiet. No one's talking, and as you move down the aisle, you look at the passengers, but everyone stares straight ahead like robots. There's only three seats left, one beside Beautiful Lady, capital B, capital L, one beside Scarface, and one beside an elderly lady wearing a veiled purple hat that hides her face. Elderly Lady, capital E, capital L, has her knitting on the seat beside her and looks like an old grouch. You don't want to get stuck there, so it's going to be a long ride. If you decide to sit by Beautiful Lady, turn to page six. If you decide to sit by Scarface, turn to page nine. Do you have a pull? <sighs> I, I do. I, I, th- I can't escape the allure of sitting next to the scariest guy on the train. <laughs> it's it's like prison rules, right? Like it, 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 in the yard on the first day, you need to sit next to the scariest man <laughs> so they know that you're the next scariest person. <laughs> I'm the next scariest man on this train. You say, hold, "Hold up, knife!" <laughs> ah. This is a thing I it's want. It's just slightly shorter than his knife. <laughs> you have a scar on your face that's half as big. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Uh, I'm down to do it. I'm very curious about what's- Was that what's- your lean? No, but you sold me. Your lean sold me and is now my lean. Let's do it. You smile as you drop into the seat beside Scarface. But his head only jerks to one side in an abrupt acknowledgement. Hi, you say. His mouth opens slightly, but no sound comes out. You wonder if he has laryngitis. Your kid brother had it last April. You had seven wonderful days of peace. You take a crossword puzzle out of your pocket and package of sunflower seeds from your lunch bag to try and concentrate on solving a cryptogram. Like the true number two most dangerous person on the train. <laughs> <laughs> but you feel very uncomfortable you look up aware that someone is staring at you without smiling scarface reaches over to snatch the pencil from your hand if you let him take the pencil turn to page 30 if you hold on to it page 105 he can't speak and needs to write us a message that seems the most likely that said like if there was an option where you could admonish him very slightly like hey slap (laughs) his hand gesturally yeah exactly turn up a hand or something like that like i can i i'll get you there yeah i want to give this nice man a pencil let's do it mystified by scarface's action but curious too you watch as he clumsily indicates that he wants your crossword puzzle book as well you hand it to him and glance over at beautiful lady She's watching you closely, her piercing blue eyes missing nothing. She's resting one hand on the top of her pet, quote-unquote, carrier. And you wonder again if it contains a dog or a cat. <laughs> you smile at her, but she turns away. Scarface is pushing the crossword puzzle back into your hand, scrawled across the cover. He is painstakingly written, I mean, in his voice, presumably, let's say. Danger. Inbox. Go. Baggage car run. Is this some sort of joke? You study his scarred face to see if he's kidding. You study his scarred face to see if he is a dog or a cat. If you... <laughs> he turns away, <laughs> <laughs> no. You decide to go to the baggage car. Turn to sixteen. If you decide that he's kidding, turn to page seventeen. I mean, my hunch is definitely not that he's kidding. Yeah, but I. <sighs> I have to say,
1: sometimes I make decisions based on what's the worst available outcome of this. And the worst available outcome is to decide that he's kidding and he was actually trying to warn us and we die. Right? In which case, we could have lived. We just needed to be slightly more trusting. What's going to be the worst case scenario from going to the baggage car? We lose our seat. I mean, then we just have to sit next to the other person and then we can closely inspect whether or not it's a dog or
0: a cat. He, he wants our pencil, and he's sending us to the baggage car, because that's where he set up the bomb. And then he, he doesn't have to give the pencil back. Oh, uh, if- <laughs> This is the lowest stakes train heist of all time. He got a 2B pencil out of it. Taking the number two from number two. Uh, <laughs> I do have the curiosity of what happens if we do the obvious dumb choice. Mm-hmm. Do you have that Let's curiosity it. too? Let's do We, we do. I, we look, make I'm, too many I'm good choices, and we're talking to Scarface, so I'm already fulfilled. Yeah, we we make too many good choices. Let's make a bad choice. Seventeen. Uh, what a strange man you think. Scarface is leaning back in his seat, his eyes closed and his hands on his knees. He appears to be concentrating very hard, but he's not moving a muscle. Maybe he's sick.
1: Excuse me, sir. You say? Are you ill?
0: His eyes flutter open and you know he's heard you, but he does not even move his head.
1: Should I get the conductor? You ask. You just, you don't look well. Perhaps I can help?
0: Says beautiful lady who's been eavesdropping.
1: I am a doctor. You are?
0: You say, surprised at this information. All the doctors you know are both male and bald. She smiles and nods. right seats with me. She says. I will examine him. It sounds good to you. There's obviously something wrong with Scarface. You're about to move when you feel a vice-like grip on your arm. You look at Scarface. Fear is mirrored in his glassy eyes. He's trying to prevent you from moving. If you let beautiful lady trade seats with you, turn to 55. If you decide to stay by Scarface, turn to 56. You know what? Let's pursue the... 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 Quote, unquote, dumb route for a while. Let's let's do it until the book slaps our hand. 55, beautiful lady trades. Let's he- do it. You remove Scarface's hand and move down across the aisle. <laughs> like, just thinking about how just oblivious we are in this scenario is so good. Ah, <laughs> what a funny man. Wow, he must be lying. Oh, he's grabbed my arm in fear. Oh, oh let's remove that. That must have been an accident. beautiful lady sits down by scarface she takes his pulse then leans across the aisle to reach into her purse which is on the seat beside you she pulls out a stethoscope quite inadvertently you glance down and notice that in addition to a stethoscope her handbag also contains a gun and a small calculator strange equipment for a medical doctor you think well you can justify the calculator but she needs to keep she needs that to keep track of her income but what about the gun she needs that to keep track of her enemies hmm you're sure that there's a law against shooting patients who are too sick to be treated no no no
1: no 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 it's it's uh it's farm vet rules right if they're too sick to be treated
0: you have to put them down <laughs> hey, that's so good that's that is so good what about the gun you're sure that there's a law against shooting patients who are too sick to be treated you're pretty uh, you're pretty sure Slyly, you steal another peek at the handbag. The calculator looks different from those you've seen before. This one is flashing green and amber lights. You'd like a closer look. Something strange is going on here. If you decide to take the calculator from a purse, turn to 73. If you suppress your curiosity and leave it there, turn to 97. What if we wanted to take the gun? Uh... Doesn't even give us the option to arm ourselves here. Shoot the calculator. Use gun on calculator. I don't think that'll work here, Max. Taste gun. (laughs) Max, what are you doing? (laughs) Taste gun. (laughs) Little buddy, guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) If you decide to take the calculator from your first turn to 73, if you suppress your curiosity leave it there, turn to 97. What are we doing here? i mean this is this is this is maybe broaching my limit for stupid route just leaving the calculator suppress my curiosity i want to take it because it's clearly some sort of device yeah let's go to 73 let's do it let's figure out the more details but if we're if uh, the oblivious percent is so funny where we just we just have a nice train ride and then go home Mm because we just leave all of the conflict immediately (laughs) Is so good. While Beautiful Lady is putting the stethoscope around her neck, you slip your hand into her purse, and carefully avoiding the gun, you remove the calculator. As you do so, your fingers hit the off button. The flashing lights cease, but even more startling, Scarface lunges out of his seat, and Beautiful Lady runs down the aisle. Apologies, my page is loading. Oh no. Maybe he's not unfrozen. (laughs) STOP HIM! Scarface yells at the conductor, who is just entering the coach. Beautiful lady is detained by train personnel, while Scarface comes back to where you're sitting. You saved my life. He says, patting your shoulder. He points to the calculator. Uh, Would you please hand me that uh, very, very carefully? He asks. Now very, very carefully turn to page 64. What is it? You ask Scarface. A remote control unit for a computer in a baggage car. The box? You ask, thinking of the message he wrote. He nods. I didn't think we had a chance to get the unit from her purse.
1: I cannot thank you enough. She almost had me totally under her control. No thanks needed. You say? I'm glad to help. By the way, who are you? Dr. Solom Fischbein, head of experimental neurological services at St. Michael's. She used to be my assistant, but we had to let her go when she started to experiment on bank personnel. <laughs> she almost cleaned out the Pennsylvania main trust that way, controlling Teller's minds so that they would add four zeros to her chicks. What's in the pet carrier? You ask. A gray prudel named Brian. <laughs>
0: he smiles
1: at you. Say, how would you like to sit with me for the rest of the way? Uh, thanks, but I think I'll go up to the next coast and, uh, look for a friend who I think got on at the last stop.
0: He knows you're lying, but you don't care. You'd really like to be in control of your own mind when you get to Idaho. The end. Dang, good end. We did it. Wow. Good end. Banging. Uh. Whenever given the opportunity. Okay. Because it always leads to good outcomes. Apparently. We just save them. Just bing, bang, boom. Also, I do like this as the most convoluted way to be a bank robber. Mm-hmm. Like mind control them just to add more zeros to the check, as if that's just that's all you need. Boom, bang, boom, done. But honestly, I like it. I genuinely like it. Uh, where do we go back to? Should we should we move back like further, or let's see, ninety seven was the ninety seven choice. Ooh, I'll be able to tell you as soon as mine loads. <laughs> oh, running away from uh, the calculator instead. Hmm.
1: Let's let's take that alternate path here. Of instead of taking it, running away from it,
0: so we can see the diversity here, and then maybe go back to the very yeah, start. To I agree. Sit next to the beautiful lady. Agreed. Is your page Andy, ready? The
1: calculator is really a beeper.
0: You think a call system, so the hospital can contact the doctor wherever she is but it's not making any noise. Oh, well, none of your business. You reach into your lunch bag and take out a can of cherry soda. You look across the aisle and see that beautiful lady pre- preparing to give Scarface an injection. Scarface is sitting up so straight that he looks paralyzed, but he's not. Your keen eyes detect one muscle in his cheek that is twitching, just the way yours does when you're angry or frightened.
1: Um, what are you doing?
0: You ask a beautiful lady. I'm giving him something to make him better. She says in a patronizing tone. You frown. You think of the time you went on a camping trip and cut your foot. The hospital wouldn't even give you a tetanus shot without a signed release.
1: Doesn't he have to sign something first? You ask. Oh, no.
0: She replies airily. The muscle in Scarface's cheek is moving rapidly now. Could he be signaling you? No. Beautiful lady raises the needle and you make a snap decision. Snap over to page 51. No! No! You yell at Beautiful Lady, reaching across to knock the needle from her hand. In your haste, your can of cherry soda spills right into Beautiful Doctor's... Her name changed. Beautiful Doctor's open handbag. The needle drops to the floor, and then suddenly her purse sputters and pops and starts smoking. Your soda's drenched her calculator. (laughs) Beautiful Lady, no longer a doctor because she's not injecting the man, (laughs) leaps up and runs down the aisle. Stop her! Scarface yells, lunging from his seat. You're happy to see that he's made a miraculous recovery. Beautiful lady's detained by a train personnel, while Scarface comes back to speak to you. The purse is still smoking and hissing, but the lights on the calculator have gone out.
1: (sighs) my cherry soda gummed up the works.
0: You say apologetically.
1: My mother was right. It's just too much sugar. (laughs) You saved my life, says Scarface. Thank goodness you deactivated it in
0: time. Please turn to 64. Wait, which is the same ending?
1: Yeah. It didn't yeah, even matter. Exact same ending.
0: <laughs> all right, let's, I yeah, definitely curious to go all the way back to mm-hmm. four, and then we decide to sit by beautiful lady on six. I Yeah, I have a feeling that maybe we were rewarded for uh, making the not obvious choice by getting like, mm-hmm. just stream like, yeah, good on you for not being scared of big scary man that we told you was scary i'll try not to be
1: unduly suspicious of the beautiful lady here yeah no
0: it could be one of those situations where uh this is just a completely different you know reality that often would happen in like give yourself goosebumps where on one path apparent you know your parents were aliens on the other path they're not like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. we'll see we'll see let's let's we'll approach it with that that lens You stop by, beautiful lady. The pet carrier is on the floor by her feet. Is
1: this seat taken?
0: You ask politely. Your voice sounds very loud in the quiet coach, and you look around embarrassed. Elderly lady, who is in the seat ahead, has turned around and is watching you closely. Scarface is seated across the aisle. He is observing you out of the corner of his eye, and you feel uncomfortable.
1: Is this seat taken?
0: You repeat in a whisper. Beautiful lady glances up at you quickly, and with a mean expression on her face... No. She says curtly. About. Go on to page seven. You sit down without waiting for her to finish, and as you do, you drop your lunch bag. It hits the pet carrier and falls on the floor by the door. You reach down to pick it up, and Beautiful Lady grabs your arm. Leave it there. She orders. If you decide to pick up your lunch, turn to page ten. If you choose to leave it on the floor, turn to page eleven.
1: Hmm. I mean. I follow the, uh. The rule that if the ground isn't wet,
0: yeah, the limit is near infinite, it's depending really on the high. food stuff. Yeah, depending on the food. Like, soup true. is not getting sucked off of the ground, but, like, be well, reasonable. I don't know. <laughs> I, I Look, off of a counter, yes. yes. Soup goes off of a counter easily. <laughs> off of a lap, if I can get there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, off of the table, yes. Off of, uh, you know, the couch often (laughs) Often. (laughs) (laughs) i like to occasionally take one of my couch pillows uh, couch
1: cushions sorry one of the uh, and just soak it entirely drench it until it's full of soup so that then at any time while i'm watching tv i can just lie down on my couch
0: and give the cushion a little suckle and i'm well nourished yeah yeah. I, i i i call it yeah soup cushion night i just i pour i Create a little... Dip- Don't sit there! No, 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 that's no! My no that's my dinner! That's my dinner! Yeah, you know that I'm going to have to... I'm still going to have to eat that soup if you sit on it, and we all know... I'm going to have to suck your shorts! <laughs> I'm going to have to suck your shorts dry. <laughs> it's like, but it's best... You got you to gotta leave the soup, like, soaking into the cushion, and then you unzip it, you take off the cover, and then you just kind of, like, hold it up, and you just... Like everyone's swallowed, while mm-hmm. you just get a good old. Anyways, uh, so f- f- yes, we're picking up our lunch. Is I think of course. I think the where that is going. You have absolutely no reason of leaving your lunch on the floor. It's been a long time since breakfast. Besides, there's a package of sunflower seeds and an apple in there that you want to nibble on right now. What gives, a beautiful lady, the right to order you around, anyways? She no doctor. You shake loose from her grip and lean over to pick up your lunch bag. It rips as you grasp it, and your apple rolls under the seat in front. The bag of sunflower seeds catches on the door handle of the pet carrier. If you pick up the sunflower seeds first, turn to page 59. If you decide to retrieve your apple first, turn to page 60. Gee, what Mm. could go wrong if we went to grab the thing on the handle of the carrier? Let's find out. (laughs) I want to know if it's a dog or a cat. true i mean we yeah if only if only we knew didn't know uh so the sunflower seeds are on the handle yeah as you reach your for the sunflower seeds the train lurches and your hand hits the door handle of the pet carrier the package of seeds falls to the floor and the door slowly swings open now's your chance to see beautiful lady's pet as you lean down you hear her gasp if you decide to let your curiosity rule turn to page 14 if you decide not to peek turn to page 36 or if you decide to let it rule okay Mm. the universe is like final destination pushing us in the direction of opening this we drop our food it yeah. lands on the handle the train lurches and our hand hits the door handle How, far be it from us not to leave like this up to fate. No. yeah no matter what it's gonna cycle back around and it's gonna open that crate anyways all right 14 mm-hmm. you squint into the dark interior of the pet carrier but you see nothing as you pretend to fumble for your sunflower seeds, you lean in closer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You feel a sharp pain across the bridge of your nose and rear back quickly. As you do, a long blue and silver snake glides out of the carrier and, sl- and slithers—wait, no- no- snake! It might be a different universe. Slithers noiselessly down the aisle. Help! You cry, holding your head. Get the conductor!
1: I've been bitten by a snake. There's a snake loose in this coach.
0: Beautiful lady grabs the back of your neck and pulls you to your seat. Be quiet, she commands. Her grip on you is like steel. Frightened, you look around, and no one appears to have heard your cries except for elderly lady and Scarface. But they do not move, they only watch. Beautiful lady fumbles in her handbag and brings out a bottle of pills. anti she whispers at you. Take one. She forces a small blue and silver capsule into your mouth. If you decide to swallow the pill, turn to page 66. If you decide to spit it out and run for the conductor, turn to page 68. So, it, it is a snake. It is a snake. Did the door It is neither open? a dog nor a cat. Yeah. Wait, did the door I open? Know, I don't think it did open. Then how is this a, a sufficient carrier for a snake anyways? You lean in closer, yeah. and then it bites our nose, and then it slithers noiselessly down the aisle. Yes. So this was not a, a, a pet carrier. This is not a pet <laughs> carrier. This, my friend, is an open thing. This is just... <laughs> this is just at best a, a, a this suggestive. Is this is just shade. This is shade. Pet. This is a suggestive container for the for the snake. This is. I mean, I yeah. I absolutely love wearing a shirt every day because I just cannot get out of it. It's I I, I love when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, that's me. That's never getting out of that one. Hmm. Let's go. If you decide to swallow the pills, turn to page 66. If you decide to spit it out, run for the conductor 68. Do we go for... I mean, I did say we were going to just like pretend the other universe didn't exist. And 66 mm-hmm. would seem like a path to get to that. Exactly. And, hey, be it from us to be ungrateful. It's Thank true. you for the pill. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> now, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> mm, tastes like floor soup. Gagging because you don't like to take pills at all. Especially not without something to drink. You choke down the pill. Your head stops aching immediately, and you turn to beautiful lady to thank her. She smiles brightly at you and then pats your hand. Maybe you had her figured out all wrong. After all, she no longer appears to be evil.
1: I'd better get your pet back.
0: You say, feeling very remorseful, but not very brave. It's the least I can do. She smiles at you. No problem. She says. You smile back, but wonder how in the world you're even going to find the snake. You st- She's just- We weren't allowed to put her hand near it, but she's okay with us going to find it and capture it and bring it back to her. Just like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You smile back, but wonder how in the world you're even going to find the snake. You stall just a little to muster some courage, then stand up and point to the front of the car.
1: It went this way.
0: <laughs> Imagine being wrong with a direction in a train though. Mm-hmm. Like It's a 50, 50 buddy. Boy, I hope you know which way it went. It's... <laughs> you're at the back of the car. You're in the very, very back uh, seat in, in the train. You point forward. It went that way. <laughs> you announce with certainty. Beautiful lady shakes her head. Oh, you are mistaken. She contradicts. It went to the rear. Your head has stopped hurting, but you feel confused. You're sure that the snake moved to the front. You decide to follow your own recollection. Turn to page 42 if you decide to go to the rear and go to the rear on the advice of the beautiful lady. Turn to 72. Hey, she just saved our life after endangering it. So I think she's earned our trust. I don't know anything wrong with this lady. I like her and she's Mm -hmm. nice. She gave me free pill. She gave me free pill and smile. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Most people don't give me a free pill. Most people don't even smile at me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most people just say, no, don't pick up your snacks. Uh, most people steal my pencil and then my crossword puzzle. (laughs) Tell me to go to bomb room. (laughs) Wow. Uh, 72. You shrug your shoulders and move to the rear as beautiful lady suggests, but you don't see any sign of the blue and silver snake. You realize you have to get down on the floor and look under the seats for the snake, but maybe you should drop the whole thing and just get out of this crazy situation. Suppose you keep going right right on through the coach behind. You glance back at the beautiful lady, and she's staring at you. If you decide to get down on the floor to look, turn to page 107. If you decide to just hurry on through the next coach, turn to 44. <laughs> I, just having recently been bitten by a snake on the nose, I can't imagine an idea that I would less be on board with than <laughs> get low to the floor, the <laughs> natural inhabitants of a snake. Ah, let me be, let me be snake.
1: Let me be snake? Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's just wriggle up and down the aisles, bite someone on the nose, see if that
0: gives yikes! us a hint as to where the snake would have gone. If I were a snake, I would... <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even get to the end of it. Full feral immediately. Sorry, extreme method actor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, you will have to refer I mean, to I'm me sold now as snake full method. Now, yeah, okay. 107. Only when we wrap the film can you call me Roger again. <laughs> Beautiful lady is watching you expectantly, just as your mother does when she asks if you made your bed. Mm, have you gotten onto the floor and searched for the snake yet, son? Reluctantly, you drop to your knees and look under the seats. You don't look for long. Her pet is waiting. He zaps you one more time between the eyes and slithers back to his mistress. Too bad. As you fade out on the floor, you hazily wonder if you made your bed before you left home this morning. You'll never know. The end. That's a very R.L. Stein ending. Mm hmm. I, I have to question her motive. Yes. We get bit. She gives us an anti venom. We go find her snake. We get bit again. And she's like, no, I planned it all along. <laughs> ah, the long con. <laughs> 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 oh no here's another anti-venom uh go find my snake <laughs> what's more all right okay so uh, i think that this lady might be bad news yeah
1: yeah it seems like she's kind of bad news on uh, both the pods here
0: it's true do we go to 44 to see if that's not bad news uh that would be what choice? uh running away instead of method acting uh oh yeah, instead of getting on the ground yeah. just continuing through to yeah. the next coach? Let's cool. just go let's, let's just go it. let's just go real quick. Why should you get involved with the snake business when you're on vacation? You give a quick glance at the floor as you hurry to the end of the car, and when you reach the door you yank it open and keep right on going through to the next car, which is not nearly as crowded as the one you left. You find an empty double seat and sprawl out across it, facing the window so you can see the scenery. Maybe you'll have a chance to raft on Snake River when you get to Aunt Kate's. One thing's for sure. That's the only snake you ever want to have anything to do with. Ever. The end. Non-ending. <laughs> this, is, this is the ending that I feel like we were going for the first time. This is... This is <laughs> and...
1: None of my business.
0: Walk away. <laughs> They really need to make more books like this. Like, I want Lord of the Rings, but then Frodo's like, I'm on vacation, Bilbo. I'm yeah, vibing. I had plans. I'm feeling like I've been feeling really tired lately. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't Frodo would be. Got... <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. I, I, I made plans na- on like next Tuesday. I have, I have to do my chores today. To do chores mm-hmm. in like three days too. I, I don't know, man. I don't know, Bilbo. Why don't you like? I, I think there's someone better to do it. And the book's done. <laughs> it just explains in postscript, yeah, there was actually someone better. Someone, else, someone the else did out. it. You went on vacation. <laughs> you you continued to be a hobbit. You had uh, bread. I like that reject the call is something that at least happens in a couple of games as well. Like We Happy Few at the start just taking the pill and getting the credits because you just chose yeah. not to take the, the yeah. uh, call of adventure. Yeah, why not? This is this is the opposite of improv. Well, or is it? The, you know, it's it's the no, no, but. Yeah, exactly. Blocking gets a laugh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Forty-four. Where do we go back to? So, for, what was forty-two? There's so much book left. How do we get there? Um, I don't know what choice forty-two was. Let's see. So it was it was sixty-six. Sixty-six was what? This might have been deciding to go north. by our own recollection. Yeah. Going to the yeah, front yeah, of the train okay. instead. Let's let's do that. Okay. You move forward in the aisle, holding the seats backs as you proceed cautiously to the front of the car. Your hand inadvertently brushes up against the passenger's head as you grasp the seat. Excuse me? You say. The woman does not move or acknowledge your apology. What's going on? You can barely put one foot in front of the other. Your mind is moving in slow motion. But a small part of you is resisting the grogginess. You wonder what that uh, anti-venom pill a beautiful lady gave you really was. Was it some kind of drug to get you under her control? No, she would never. Beautiful lady doctor? You must get away. You look back at beautiful lady. She's holding a strange-looking calculator and staring right back at you. Okay, I don't know about the uh, different. Okay, all right. What is she up to now? You're not going to wait around to find out. You're forcing yourself ahead to see if the snake coiling itself around the neck of a... Wait, you're not going to wait around to find out. You force yourself ahead and see the snake coiling itself around the neck of a little girl sleeping in one of her seats. Do you have time to save her? If only you weren't so groggy. If you decide to leave the little girl for now, turn to page eight. If you decide to try and rescue the girl despite your confusion, turn to page 28. Um, seems uh, like, uh, I don't know. This is like a, a, in the, it's like in fable when they try and hit mm-hmm. you with the, um, the moral dilemma, <laughs> you know, so like, is do you want to be on the good path or the bad path? This is that right here. They're like, mm. there's a snake around a little girl's neck. Which choice do you want? <laughs> like, do, do you it, try and save her? Yeah. If you say no, you'll grow devil horns and they'll call you chicken kicker. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fun, isn't but, it? it'll also open some of the doors, so you might want to actually do it. Yeah. No, those were benefits. <laughs> uh, I, well, hey, I think, what do you I want to we do? I think should try and save her. All right. Absolutely. 28. Will you be in time to save the little girl? What can you use as a weapon against the snake? Your hand grasps the heavy buckle on your belt, and fumbling, you slip your belt through the loops and curl your hand around it, leaving the buckle and swinging. Your pants fall to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Dragging one heavy foot after the other, you reach the seat where the child is sleeping. So are to move and concentrate on your dangerous mission. You're sure now that the beautiful lady must have drugged you- Sorry, that beautiful lady must have drugged you with her so-called anti-venom pill. You'll have to figure out why later. Right now, you'll have to get the snake. You rattle the belt buckle to attract the snake, then stand poised and ready. Its beady eyes focusing on you you as it slithers off the child and prepares to strike. Zap! With perfect timing, you lash out with the belt precisely at the same moment the snake darts at you. The force of the buckle throws it to the floor where it jerks convulsively three times, then dies. What? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Force of the buckle throws it to the floor where it jerks convulsively three times, then dies. Go on to page 29. My man has experience uh, rolling up a slightly wet towel in a locker room and slapping butts. Like... That is the exact oh same mechanical thing. It's so true. It's just much smaller target and more kill. Uh, I got to say, mm-hmm. the drawing. I know it's a podcast, but the drawing on page twenty nine is the most metal drawing I've ever seen in one of these turn the page mm-hmm. books. There is a snake coiled up in the bottom right, and it's like it's got its mouth open. Like, its tongue is, like, whipping out. It's got venom dripping from its fangs. And in the upper left is a fist grasping a uh, a, a wrapped around belt around the hand and the buckle flinging. It looks like a, it generally looks like a metal album. It's mm-hmm. it, it's good.
1: Great work, David for
0: Blord. Oh. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, it says. 29. The sleeping child stretches and yawns. <sighs> she says, smiling at you. Suddenly, you feel much better as energy surges through your whole body. A change has come over the whole coach. People are moving now, rustling newspapers, shuffling cards, conversing. Elderly lady picks up her knitting. The needles click to, to musically as she guides the wool. Scarface is smiling. You look at beautiful lady. She sits rigid in her seat like a mannequin, a robot. Puzzled, you look down at the snake. Please turn to page 35. The snake is gone! In its place, What? <laughs> In its place lies a lovely blue and silver snakeskin purse. Whatever evil rode the rails this day has vanished.
1: (laughs) Wanna play go fish with me?
0: Asks the little girl holding up a deck of cards. Sure. You say, grinning. You know, you actually remind me of my sister, Mary. Yeah? Yeah. You kick the snakeskin purse under the seat and sit down beside her. You can hardly wait to get to Aunt Kate's. The end. What? I mean, this is a good ending. We get to play Go Fish. That's this is a bad ending. Go Fish is a bad game. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst ending of them all. <laughs> uh, I'll say it's it's better than war. It beats war. Uh, we also get a snakeskin purse. Yeah, we kicked it under the seat, though. I don't know. This is wild. I, I know there's so much book left that it's ha- mm-hmm. it has me absolutely tilted to figure out how to get there how do we get to the other big section of the book i'm sorry. i confused. guess we have to let the child be wrapped up by this python wait i guess you're right i guess we go to page eight and let the child get python or not <laughs> you'll have to go back for the girl later you'd be no help in your drugged condition Mustering your last ounce of will, you take one last look back at the beautiful lady. She's desperately punching out numbers on that strange keyboard. What is that thing, anyways? <laughs> some, some kind of, I've never called a calculator a keyboard, but it's not wrong. Some kind of mind control device. Whatever it is, it doesn't work between the two cars. So exhausted, you sink into the nearest empty seat. You shut your eyes A baby's crying at the front of the coach. And someone near you sneezes. Thank heavens. The people in the car are normal. You open your eyes, and these passengers are not only normal, they're lookalikes of the other people you saw in the other car, only they seem like real people. Right next to you is Scarface in the black suit. Wasn't he on the last car? He offers you a stick of gum, and you stare at him. Is something wrong? He asks.
1: I saw you on the coach at the end of the train.
0: You stammer. You are mistaken. He replies kindly. This is the last coach on the train.
1: That's impossible! I saw you!
0: I know I did! You cry desperately. Nothing is impossible on the train of terror. <laughs> he replies. The end. Now that was Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, but this is the last coach on the train. Uh,
1: a carriage on a train that never existed. So. Inhabited by people who look like people, but act different. <laughs> the train of terror.
0: How?
1: How? Is that the entire, uh... I mean, I guess we could we could you know not open the uh,
0: the crate or not take the food even off the ground. That's the true. Let's give that a shot. Let's try. I'd be curious to see if that. Yeah. This is right away. We sit by the beautiful lady. Sorry, we sit by beautiful lady, uh, mm-hmm. and we leave our food on the ground. Page eleven. Yeah, let's do it. See how much that changes things. You look at beautiful lady, puzzled by the urgency in her voice. It's my lunch. You say, explaining <laughs> about the bag you dropped. She leans over and speaks close to your ear. I'm sorry for being so erupt. She says. But you must not touch it. It could be contaminated. Indignantly, you pull away from her grasp.
1: My mother does not pack contaminated lunches.
0: You declare. Beautiful lady smiles. Of course not. She lowers her voice. It was not contaminated until you dropped it my pet is a really dangerous chemical you explain about uh, soup cushion Tuesdays <laughs> <laughs> oh never mind you will be completely fine your antibodies in your body will just simply fight the radiation <laughs> my antibodies have been to war <laughs> they, <laughs> they, I put them through hell and back <laughs> I can't take vaccines at this point my arm spits it back out Oh my God! Uh, it's a really dangerous chemical. Astonishing look from her beautiful face down to the box on the floor. What's in there? You whisper, wondering if it's a cat or a dog. She digs a gloved hand into her tapestry hand tapestry handbag, and extracts a slim brown leather wallet, which she flips open. Shh. Military secret. She responds in a hushed tone. The card in her wallet identifies her, identifies her as L. Smythe, Secret Service agent. <laughs>
1: But you touched it!
0: Hold on. I'm in the Secret Service. Here's my identification on my person that declares to you that I am in Secret Service. Mm -hmm. Don't tell anyone! It's the only way you can tell they're in the Secret Service. Is if they tell you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You protest not wishing to be taken for a fool. Please continue reading on page 12. That's the first, like, fourth wall break of these. It's just just please read. Please keep reading. Please don't stop. Ah, but I am wearing protective clothing. She says. She peels off a glove and shows you a special lining.
1: See? My gloves has a lead shield.
0: You instinctively move closer to the aisle away from the pet carrier, and she smiles.
1: You are safe where you are. She says. As long as I sit between you and...
0: You're not really sure what to believe, or if you believe what she says. You're hungry, and your expression must show how miserable you feel, for L. Smythe pats you on your knee sympathetically. I owe you a lunch, she says, reading your mind.
1: Come with me to the dining car. I
0: will treat you to a meal. If you accept her offer, turn to page 75. If you decide to starve, go to page 76. Do you have sunflower seeds and an apple? <laughs> Do you have soup and a cushion? <laughs> uh, seventy. I mean, I'm down to take her the meal. Maybe yeah. you know this might, for real, actually be a different universe version of her. For real, this time, for real, for real. Hmm. Let's do it. I am hungry. You admit to Elsmith. She smiles. Good. I hate to eat alone. She rummages through her large handbag and pulls out a gun. <laughs> Eat lead (laughs) That's that's actually really Good I hate to eat alone Pulls out gun eat lead is actually Kind of I would love that In a movie in a beach I need you to write an action script (laughs) I think I just did That's pretty much all the dialogue in those movies I think I just fit it in I think you could sell that pitch in an elevator just based off of the strength of that pun alone. <laughs> she rummages through a large handbag again and pulls out a silver pouch from which she extracts a folded sheet. She shakes the sheet open and covers the pet carrier. It reminds you of your grandmother covering her canary's cage at night. There. She whispers, "That will prevent
1: contamination."
0: Why didn't she have that on the whole time? Well, it was fine to contaminate things up until now. (laughs) (laughs) She stands and picks up the pet carrier, waiting for you to step into the aisle.
1: Are you taking that with you?
0: You inquire, frowning.
1: I cannot leave it unattended.
0: She whispers, nodding to Scarface.
1: That man is a
0: foreign idol. You do not want to get too close to the pet carrier, so you stand aside to let her lead the way. As you do, Scarface slips a note to your hand as L. Smythe and the pet carrier proceed down the aisle. You steal a quick look at the note. Run. You are in danger. She is a foreign spy. Le Mans, Secret Service. Whom should you believe? If you decide to proceed to the dining car with Alice Smythe, page 38. If you decide to escape your way to the dining car, go to 74. I feel like we've been to 74. I don't know if we have that. We have not. But I do feel like 38 is more likely to show us book we haven't, like, book type we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I like it. Let's do it. Also, I'm hungry. All I've had to eat today was lead. Oh, man, you had some lead to eat? <laughs> you walk with El Smythe through the two cars to the crowded diner. There's a table for four available, and you seat yourself by the window. She carefully positions the pet carrier on the seat across from you and sits in the aisle chair beside it. You pick up the menu and order a pepperoni pizza and a root beer. I mean, we did trade up. Elsmith Smythe orders a crab cocktail and french fries. Huh, huh. Huh? A what? A crab cocktail. <laughs> French fries. Sorry, they're called chips. What
1: of right? those they're called
0: chips there, aren't they? <laughs> when the waiter I don't understand why they call them French fries when there's no tongue. <laughs> there is if you're eating them wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. When the waiter leaves, she leans across the table.
1: Your encounter with Laman in the coach did not escape me. She snarls. Since I know now that you are his apprentice, I must warn you that the carrier has its own protection system. An automatic dart thrower is now aimed at your right eye. I would prefer to take you in alive, but I will not hesitate to trigger the release mechanism if you give me any trouble. One wrong move, and it curtains for you. The dart is poison. You protest nervously. I'm not his accomplice. I'm on my way to Twin Falls to visit my Aunt Kate.
0: Excuse me. It says a voice at your elbow. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> is this seat Scarface, or Lemayne, is standing beside you. If you invite Scarface to sit down, turn to page 22. If you tell him the seat is taken, turn to 23. Uh, I mean, 23 seems like it's more likely to show us more book. Mm-hmm if we tell him it's taken. And I'm happy to go for anything that seems like a longer path at this point. Yeah, let's go for 23.
1: I'm sorry, but we're expecting my father to join us?
0: You say to Scarface, stalling for time. Under the table, where no one can see what you're doing, you're placing your feet on the rungs of the chair that holds the pet carrier. You're pretty adept at it. At home, you used to do it to your younger sister during dinner, and she gets furious. You smile at Scarface.
1: He's a colonel in the army.
0: You continue. Stationed at Fort... Benjamin Harrison, Indiana. You're getting pretty good at lies, too. As you speak, you kick the chair up, tipping the pet carrier, and the poison dart flies harmlessly to the ceiling of the coach and embeds itself in the hardwood molding, which is now poisoned. Beautiful lady tries to run, but Scarface stops her flight. Quick thinking, he says to you and he ha- as he handcuffs her. I was wondering how I could disarm her dart drawer. You'll get a citation for this. Please turn to page 100, though. Usually a citation seems like a negative thing. Like, sorry, I'm going to get you written up for this. You're getting fired, kid. Beautiful lady scowls at you. I should have known you were an army brat, she says. You smile. (laughs) I'm an army
1: brat just like you're a secret service agent, you say. My father's a plumber in Winfield, Kansas.
0: She sputters angrily as Scarface leads her away. When you get to Idaho, you tell Aunt Kate about the incident and the citation you're going to receive. Then one morning, an official-looking packet arrives for you. Excitedly, you tear it open. Inside is the poison dart and a bill for $86.34 from the railroad for the damage done to the dining coach roof. You call your lawyer, and it only costs you $600 to win the suit. The end. What the hell? (laughs) 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 This is the... This... You... This... The Secret Service won't take care
1: of that on our behalf.
0: <laughs> yeah, and also this feels like the ending that we should have. Of all the endings, it feels like we deserve the good one the most, mm-hmm. right here. to, to be like, uh, "No, I mean it's not. Right, it's, it's, it's not that bad. We're just six hundred dollars down."
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's fine,
1: and the economy keeps to go as well because you know, with a lawyer, got six hundred dollars.
0: It's true, but also six hundred dollars when this book came out is probably um, I don't know what like two million dollars. now? Four and a half billion. Four and a half million is two apples, two Apple companies now. If you would have invested six hundred dollars in money back in eighteen eighty, wait nineteen eighty, uh, mm-hmm. then it'd be worth two Apple companies now. Uh, but I kept buying avocado toast the entire time. Yeah, I <sighs> uh, should have invested in money stocks. <laughs> Invest in the I keep investing of in money. stocks that go off four days after I buy them. <laughs> the stock is ripe. Oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, I think we should head to 22, which is the alternative option for uh, how to deal with Scarface approaching by asking him to sit down. I would love to. Please sit down, you say to Scarface, sticking out your tongue at Al Smythe. "'Since you cleverly entwined your feet in the rungs of the chair opposite you while L. Smythe was delivering her threatening speech, you are able to act as you speak. "'With one sharp upward kick, you tip the chair, holding the pet carrier backward, just as L. Smythe triggers the poison dart. "'Noiselessly, it embeds itself in the ceiling of the dining car. "'Oh no, our wallet is shaking.' At the same time, Scarface springs into action, grabbing the edge of the white linen tablecloth. He flings it up and over Elsmeite's head as she struggles to free herself from the cloth. Security guards arrive and take her and her pet carrier into custody. Quick thinking," says Scarface.
1: "It was nothing,"
0: you reply, offering him some pizza. He <laughs> sits. That's. It's, I know that this was before then, but that's so um, '90s made for TV movie. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. Offers them pizza. Want a pizza? It's so, it's so made for TV 90s. Uh, he sits down opposite you and takes out a deck of cards. The two of you play Go Fish. Oh no, until you reach Twin Falls. You win. Please continue reading on page 67. Later that summer, a telegram arrives for you in care of your Aunt Kate. You excitedly tear open the yellow envelope. The Secret Service invites you to be its honored guest at a reception in Washington, D.C. on September 7th at 7 p.m. You and your Aunt Kate, wait, you, your Aunt Kate, and your mother fly to Washington to attend. You are awarded the Medal of Meritorious Assistance and made an honorary member of the Secret Service. (laughs) And they even put a label on your forehead. A state dinner is held in your honor. The menu is pepperoni pizza and root beer. The end. Okay. Hell yeah. It does occur to me that this is the most famous we've been in any of the endings. That is true, and therefore the most success and the most worthy of a stop, I guess. Exactly. The most fame, the most for- most fortune, and by that I mean we have fame and we didn't lose $600. Yeah, despite the fact that we could still apparently be seared by the train company for that. I know. This Maybe this time. I, yeah, I don't know. What, we just had to... We did the exact same thing, but we had to be rude to that... Man, wait, we, we well, we weren't rude to the man, I guess. I suppose that's there. You go. Uh, anyway, I, I, I really, I don't know. I like the flavor. I like the setting. I like the flavor. Mm-hmm. It is always, It is funny. The uh, the really really like the short paths to end. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's an interesting approach for sure. But I, <laughs> I really, I I think the writing in it was kind of fun though. Anyways, I I liked it yeah i do like a good cogent world where it feels like you know both sides of the path are poking at the same thing from different directions but i do feel like we kind of counterpicked it a little bit by deciding to go with a non-obvious option initially uh where it felt like all of the cards on the table were uh actually she's bad yeah the the weird thing though i do want to say like Mm. What I was trying to get to, like, scrolling through, it became very clear to me that there's, like, a a whole nother, like, type of story going on here with, some like, someone with yep. a, a hidden weapon, like, with something about the mm-hmm. the old lady, and we just couldn't find that. And there's this picture of this nice man with the really big cowboy hat. Mm, on page 77, he's got yeah. a lovely smile. You know one of those smiles where you show your teeth, but you don't raise the corners of your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like there's a lot of stuff I wish we could get to that I feel like maybe we just made some choices that had us uh have a, like the more shallow paths uh mm-hmm. but either way I, I I genuinely did like it I, if if wishing it was a bit uh obviously more substantial because I liked because I liked the world a lot and I wanted to know more about it hmm still fun still enjoyed it very fun I laughed a lot today I liked it uh You have any other closing thoughts on The Train of Terror? Not especially, except that I love things on a train. I don't know why setting a story on a train makes me like it 500% more immediately. Yeah, hit me with a murder mystery on a train. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Mm. 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 It's a really good chapter in uh, Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. There's a murder on a train, and it's a great Mm. chapter of that game. It's a really good uh, section. The murder on the Rockport, I believe. The, the yep. second section of Balance, the first season of Adventure Time. Incredible mm-hmm. in that. Uh, it was probably my favorite time in my life when I committed a murder on a train. Uh, of course. Did you get away with it, or did you get caught by Poirot? Um, I was caught. I said, "Fine, it was me. I did it." And then they, the cops came, and handcuffed oh. me. Yeah. Okay. Did you? Did you kill them, too, or, like, you were doing this from jail? Mm, I ran. I ran, but then they caught me, and uh, it was comedic. Yep. And then the then some kid was like, eh, it was no big deal. Fuzz, you want some pizza? And I was like, oh, man, that just makes it worse. Should have bribed him with pizza. That would have worked. I didn't know it was that easy. I tried to bribe him with pills. <laughs> pills <laughs> and telling him no to things. <laughs> Kids love that uh (laughs) anyways you want to say a thank you to our lovely supporter of the episode absolutely a special thanks to unknown chicken being the executive producer of this episode much thanks unknown chicken of course executive
1: producers uh the uh folk wants an episode from a list of the people over on uh patreon.com slash turn to page cast supporting at or above the hardcover tier a special thanks to or, or rather, thanks to each and every person who's contributing over there, or in any way to the show, but a special thanks this episode to executive producer, Unknown
0: Chicken. Thank you very much, Unknown Chicken. Uh, and and likewise, a big thank you to all the Patreon supporters. It really does help keep this show a-moving, a-going, helps us get the wonderful art like we got from uh, Sam for the, you know, the season this time. We didn't have it at we the time of recording so last hard. time, so like, I could have said in good faith, like... Man, look at the art. It's great, even though I hadn't seen it yet at that point. And I would have been right because mm-hmm. Sam only puts out bangers. But now I can say it with confidence because I have seen it as well. It's so good. It's so, I really like it. I think it's one of my favorites. It's very fun. Uh, but if you also want to help support the show in a free way, a good thing you can do is go over to youtube.com slash at turn to page You can subscribe over there for completely free likes and comments on the videos is very helpful. As well as it's like probably the best place to engage in a community aspect for the podcast as of right now. Like there's a little comment section and everyone over there has been very, very nice. A huge thank you to everyone over there for, for being so dang pleasant. It's it's great. Thank you. Uh, and if you have any direct things you want to leave, like comments or suggestions or things of that kind of nature, you want to get to us privately, you can go to pagecast at gmail.com. Send us an email out over there. Uh, And we can get something there if you have specific suggestions or just comments that you want to send in a more private way or you just don't want to be on YouTube, any of those things. Alas, that is that. That's going to do it here for today for Turn to Page and Twist a Plot. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Adios.